Welcome to Buzzed with Brian. I am your host, Brian. We're going to talk about beer, the history, and drinking. Hey there, beer fans. Welcome back to another episode of Buzzed with Brian. So happy to have you here this week and every week tuning in. We've been getting into some more style history lately. I've been back with my head in the books and searching the interwebs for all the great information to share with you. So excited to provide that for you today. Uh, Before we get into the episode, though, of course, if you haven't left a review or if you're new to the uh, show here, go ahead, click some star buttons, uh, write me a review, follow me on the Instagram, Buzz with Brian, Um, all good things, all good things. But yeah, so today we are going to go over the California Common, which for some people, even some craft beer nerds, it might not be all that common of a style. So this is going to be an interesting one to cover today, and I'm excited to tell you about it. It's got some neat history. But first, we are sponsored by the Steam Whistle. That's right, the loud Steam Whistle that here in Madison will call the boats in every night at the terrace when the sun is about to set. So you will have to trust me that the Steam reference there will become much more relevant uh, later on in the episode. That's not... 100% random like my sponsors can be sometimes. (laughs) So uh, the beer we have today, I'm pretty excited about this one. This is a relatively newer brewery with some cool, a cool story behind it, but it's coming from Supermoon Beer Company located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, specifically the Bayview neighborhood. And the beer we're having is named Common Beer. Very fitting. So on to today's show. So, Buzz with Brian fans, have you ever heard of a steam beer? That's right, we're going to solve that uh, comment I made in the episode intro right away here to kick this one off. Um, Certainly you should have heard of a steam beer, one if you're a fan of West Coast beers in general, but also if you're keeping up with the beer news, you may know that the West Coast staple Anchor Brewing Company out of San Francisco is in jeopardy of closing for good after 125 years of business and Every day that passes, um, as of this recording, it really seems like the final nail is going into the coffin, and I'm sure by the time I drop this episode, Anchor will be officially uh, no more and on to whatever it's happening next for it and all of its employees. Very, very sad. So Anchor, though, on a positive side, is often thought to be the first brewery to have created this style, this steam beer, which is also commonly associated with the California common name. But more on that later. First, let's go over some characteristics of this Cali Common. Uh, There is a unique aspect to Cali Commons. It is a lager yeast strain that is used. However, it is fermented at an elevated temperature. So you're going to get some different notes from straining the yeast in an environment that it doesn't like to be in. Uh, Upon appearance, though, a Cali Common will pour a pale copper to amber color. There is a noticeable degree of toasted malts uh, and or caramel-like malt character, both in the flavor and the aroma of most Cali Commons. And the hot profile of this beer usually clocks in on the lower end of the spectrum, which may surprise for a West Coast style, right? You think of, oh, all West Coast beers are hoppy beers. No, this is a nice malty classic. Um, And this beer has roots much, much older than the West Coast IPA as well, which might help explain why that is the case, that we have a multi West Coast beer. Um, Some other unique attributes for the California Common is you may find a woody, rustic, or even minty hop expression with a medium bitterness. 
This is due in part to the utilization in traditional recipes for Cali Commons of the northern brewer hops. They often give off these um, flavors and aromas. And then last but not least, we have the objective side of things here. The ABV, you know, most Cali Commons are going to weigh in between 4.5 and 5.5%. And the IBUs will be between 35 and 45. So again, a pretty robust maltiness to this beer. It's not going to be overly sweet, but it's also certainly nowhere near as bitter as a common West Coast IPA. So with that, let's get back into the history. To start off here, the Cali Common, aka Steam Beer, is truly an American-made through-and-through product. Much like many of our other styles, it was a beer made out of necessity. Um, We start off our story in the middle of the 19th century. At this time, California was seeing a large migration of people thanks to the gold rush. Mining and panning for gold was hard work, truly. And the common worker had a thirst for beer, and certainly just a thirst for something that's reliable to drink altogether. (laughs) And back then, beer might have been one of the few options. So uh, remember at this time that the eastern half of the state's Uh, Lager beer was definitely coming into full prominence from all the migrant German brewers, you know, all of the people that know of Milwaukee's rich brewing history, and then obviously the start of Anheuser-Busch in St. Louis, you know, the the Pilsner, the German Pilsner, the American version of it was growing and growing at this time. So naturally, with people moving out west, the lager yeast came with them. However, the warmer climate and lack of ice production and real no invention of refrigeration yet presented a problem for the brewers that moved out west. So with some time and some ingenuity, a solution was created. That's right, like I said, it's a beer out of necessity. So what these brewers did was at the point of peak fermentation, they would transfer the beer into long wooden cool ships, essentially a vessel to store the beer in. Uh, This would increase the surface area of the beer and allow for improved cooling, and it would reduce the chance of off flavors being created. So not only did this make their lives easier to cool a large batch of beer they just brewed or wort that they just brewed, but also make a better, cleaner tasting beer at the end. So this now is where the theory of steam beer, the name, comes from. Um, This theory is also the one backed by Anchor Brewing Company, which claims to be the original and has the trademark, so take that for what it's worth. They probably are, for all intended purposes, the original. But these cool ships were placed on the top floor or even the roof of the breweries out west to get better exposure to the cool night air. And the difference in temperature from the air and the fermenting beer would create this nice little foggy hat on the building, giving the appearance of steam. So, steam beer. Uh, definitely plausible, just like a cold mountain stream hitting the warm summer air, you know, creates a nice foggy layer. Why can't the cool air hitting some hot wort or hot, you know, peak fermentation beer um, create some nice steam? So that's the first theory, and maybe we'll lean into that one the most. The second theory comes from how the beer was stored. So once the beer was finished in the cool ship, it would then go into a barrel with a set amount of beer that was back at peak fermentation again to help condition and carbonate the whole barrel, right? So you have your kind of finished beer, beer that's still being nom nom nommed by the yeast and it's going to bubble, 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 and now it's in a pressurized system inside the keg. So what they saw here was that the carbonation in these barrels was very, very high for whatever reason. Again, probably the warmer climate is to blame. Um, and that when they would first tap these barrels, it would make a sound that was similar to a steam whistle. So, steam beer, sure, another theory. 
And then the last explanation that we have here for why steam beer, why this California common is called a steam beer, is that perhaps the least exciting as well, but the name is borrowed from German style of beer called Damp Beer. Uh, so that's D A M P F B I E R, Damp Beer, which translates literally into steam beer. So this particular style is also brewed at high temperatures uh, back in Germany. So Maybe that's the more uh, logical one, but the other ones are kind of fun. We'll go with the other stories, right? <laughs> and there you have it. That's the story behind the California Common and the Steam Beer. I guess the only thing left to note is that, yeah, Anchor officially opened up in 1896, and they had a beer that was made in this style, and they called it the Anchor Steam Beer. So there it is. That's the history, and let's get on to the brewery for the day. Today's brewery is a really neat one. Uh, I would encourage you all to go visit it. I know we haven't talked about it at all yet, but I'm going to start off with that and lead into that. It's a really neat brewery and a really neat part of Milwaukee I would recommend. So as stated in the episode intro, we have Supermoon Beer Company today. The brewery itself can be found nestled in a 120-year-old small storefront building in the Bayview neighborhood. The founder, owner, brewer of this small establishment is Rob Brennan. So Rob sold his first official beer in November of 2020. However, the roots of this brewery go back much, much further than that. So a little background on Rob first. He is an Illinois native and he attended Marquette University in Milwaukee for his undergraduate degree. It was at this time he was exposed to Lakefront Brewery's Stellar Brewery Tour. That's right. It's fantastic. They hire some really, really good people to lead those tours, so check that out. But he was inspired by that brewery tour and, of course, the great great beer that he had um, to drink in the beer hall there. So he started to formulate a legitimate interest in his undergraduate days. After graduating, though, he moved back to Chicago, and at this time he was doing some regular home brewing. So taking the next step in beer geekdom and wanted to start brewing his own stuff. Also at this time, he had two friends just leave Goose Island as they were acquired from Anheuser-Busch, and they started up Penrose Brewing in Geneva, Illinois. So Rob saw this as a great opportunity to learn, and he spent four years with them and was an absolute sponge, just soaking up all the know-how to start up a brewery from the ground up. So finally, we find ourselves in the year 2017. That's right, we're still three years out from the first pint of beer he sold in 2020. So in 2017, Rob moved back to Milwaukee and bought the building on Howell Street, where they are currently located in the Bayview neighborhood. So Rob's vision was to create a rustic barrel fermented beers, and he wanted to capture the classic European style, such as Saisons, Gouzes, Lambics, and other wild fermented ales. Uh, Sounds like he had some time in the Belgian area of Europe and some travels or for personal reasons. Um, and he really loved those styles of beers. And um, when you're brewing this style of beer, it takes time to develop and to properly age in the barrel and then blend them all together for the finished product. So when he first moved back and he started building the brewery in 2017, you know, some of these beers, when he first released them in 2020, had been sitting around for one, two, three years in a barrel. So it's some really special stuff. Uh, and it definitely shows the appreciation for the art of brewing and getting the right blend of things together to make a product that people are going to really enjoy and sit in. So the taproom itself, I know I let in with go visit it. It's small, it's cozy. 
They have uh, eight beers on tap currently. That's their um, what their tap system can handle. And this includes a wide array of aged beer. A couple of house beer offerings as well of non-aged beer, clean beer, as they say, and much like the one that we are going to have today. So let's get into the common beer. I've got the beer in hand, the common beer, and it is weighing in at 5.6%. And we are drinking this common beer out of a 12-ounce bottle. And the bottle is unique, though, for fans of other Milwaukee breweries that are familiar with 1840. Um, You may know their kind of old-school, medicinal, old-pharmacy-looking bottle. Um, And I would say this is a cross-change between that and the Coors Banquet, you know, a little more stouter, grenade-styled bottles. Uh, This one's a little more slender, but not quite as big as 1840s. And it feels right. You know, this is a rustic kind of beer style. Um, It feels right to be served in something like this. And Supermoon in general, I think, puts a lot of their beers in bottles because, you know, Saison's and things like that, they deserve to be in a bottle. It's a fancy beer and it conditions in the bottle and it just just makes sense. Um, Also on this bottle, we can see that it's an Amber Steam style beer fermented with lager yeast. So... They right there, they're they're putting their namesake in for the steam beer. And on the other side, which is kind of cool, you can see what batch it comes from. And this looks like it is batch 601. It's handwritten, kind of a sloppy label. That six could be an eight that just is incomplete. I'm not sure. But yeah, 601 batch. So with that, let's get on to the pour. All right, we're pouring this beer out, and it is a beautiful color. I mean, this is a true copper. I I think if you were to melt down a bunch of real pennies, not the modern-day penny, but real pennies, and put it in a glass, that would be the color of this beer. It is a beautiful copper color. And it is translucent. You can see through it quite well, but there is a slight haze to it, which I can kind of appreciate. Um, So let's get in for a smell. Hmm. Okay, simple, clean. Let's uh, one more. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a malty beer, and it's letting you know it. Um, it really reminds me of just a very hearty breadiness, um, and there's maybe a slight earthy tone coming off of you know whatever hop he probably threw in here to help balance out some of the malts. Um, but let's get in for a sip. Hmm. Okay, one more. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, definitely more caramel characteristic. That's kind of the first thing that hits. Uh, I'd say this is very consistent with a Vienna or Martin style beer. And let me get one more in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get that caramel character up front, and then it hits like a certain level of woodiness through the mid palate. The finish is quite interesting on this beer, and I'm having a hard time placing it. Let me get one more sip here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's an intriguing finish. It's got almost a like cooling effect on my tongue. I wouldn't say I'm really perceiving flavor. It's just like purely a sensory uh, input. Just like when you'd have menthol, uh, that cooling effect on your tongue. And the finish is mildly dry, which is expected with a lager, but it's a really well-rounded finish. So it's not super crisp lager beer. 
but the entire mouthfeel of this beer really feels like a lager. I would say the balance, malt dominant beer, but it has a couple extra layers that as you drink it and you peel those layers back, um, that it's it makes the beer really intriguing. Drinkability though, very high. Uh, this is a crushable beer. Maybe not like crushable in the sense of you could drink it really fast, although I'm sure there are plenty of people that could. But crushable in the sense that um, this is a great segue from beery beer, your big box beer, you know, domestics, whatever you want to call it. I think this would be a great beer to get someone's foot in the door and be like, oh, yeah, that's good. I know that's a safe beer. I can turn to that and then I'll try a thing or two else on their menu. So well done, Supermoon. But I'm going to finish this up and we'll get to some ratings. Zero to five, as always, and this beer is a challenging one to rate. I must say, uh, the you know my portfolio of Cali Commons that I've had is certainly rather low. I would be surprised if I've had more than ten examples in my entire beer drinking career here, uh, and I definitely have not had. And I need to seek it out. I need to find if it's in Madison somewhere, but I know it's hard to come by here in the Midwest. Is the Anchor Steam Beer, especially? <laughs> especially with them closing. I need to try that beer before I can't try it at all um, to have like, you know, some kind of base to compare this to. But overall, I did enjoy this beer. I think it's really well done um, for what it is. It's kind of like a neat little like side category beer from the rest of the saisons and fun things that Supermoon is doing. I think the color, the appearance of this beer is absolutely beautiful. Uh, I think when you roll through some of the expectations of like oh what can a california common give you this certain this one certainly delivers so with that i'm going to give it a strong rating a 4.5 out of 5 and that's a review all right beer fans that wraps up today's episode thanks again for tuning in this week and every week if you're looking to find the beer that we had out in the wild today, certainly you can go to the tap room in Milwaukee at Supermoon and try it there yourself. It seems to be one of their flagships that they're always going to have on. Uh, and the majority of the sales that this brewery does, you know, that he's pretty small operation is through the tap room. So that's going to be the best way to support them. However, if you're out there in just the Milwaukee area, he does do um, a small amount of self-distribution in the Milwaukee market. So check out the website to see where they are or call in to say, hey, where do you drop beer off at? It might be closer to where I live. Um, they definitely are starting to starting to try to grow the brand here three years in, uh, formally being opened. But the best way to go try the beer will be visiting the tap room. So I encourage you to do just that. That wraps it up. As always, feel free to write in and let me know how I'm doing or send an idea my way. Or if you want to be on the pod yourself as a guest, buzzwithbrian at gmail.com or reach me on Instagram and send me a message. Of course, follow along because I'll make a post about this episode and all episodes to come. Lots of fun things out there on the gram. And until then, I can't wait to get back on the mic here again soon and enjoy another couple beers. Cheers, beers. Cheers.